Welcome to Shotgun Story, the podcast that has conversations with indie creators about music, meaning, and the point of it all, so that you may be inspired by the journeys of other artists who are doing it for themselves, and maybe gain a little more understanding as to why it matters quite so much that you keep creating. Tidal Waves is the hardest working reggae band in South Africa. They've been on almost every big festival lineup that matters, and my first memory of them was my first copy copy. And I walked away from that festival with the mantra in my head, original music for original people. In studio today, I have Jacob Bulana from Tidal Waves. Hi, Jacob. Hi, Tori. Thank you for coming in. Thanks a lot for having me. <laughs> I'm going to start right at the beginning. Yeah. What brought you to music? Yeah, I would say, I don't like to say it's a calling because everyone is saying it's a calling and it would be like I'm trying to talk like other people. But I didn't know it was something like that because there was this thing that was just harassing me from since I was young, mm. since I was at school and everything. I was so artistic. I was always disturbing the teacher in the class until I realized that oh, I was into arts. I started doing it in the early ages and yeah that's how I came into arts I was very very curious and who taught you how to play in the beginning I started like because my father was a priest I was like born in a church where we the children of the house we should be the example in the church and me and my sisters we had to do a lot of singing and I was doing drumming that's I think from there so I started even knowing how to harmonize and all those things from, from the church influence since I was young. Wonderful. And if you were to look at your career as a timeline, both your journey as well as your journey with the band, yeah. what are three to five highlights that would give context to a listener who doesn't know your music? Yo, <laughs> I, I think we were into something like a movement, you know, I have seen fans of Tidal Waves that are like married people who are having kids and they introduce their children into our music. And the very same married people, we started rocking them in the high school, mm. you know. So it is, for me, it's something like we have preserved ourselves by what we were doing. You know, everything yeah. that we did will remain people thinking and it always comes to people's minds, you know. So I think we were that kind of band that is having a certain reflection all the time. Mm. When we come in into the stage, we try to be the band that always appeals, not by doing it by any which way, just making sure that we practice hard and we make sure that our art is very exclusive mm. when we display it, you know. Yeah. And Another highlight, it would be like, we've been into great stages and we've been with great musicians, you know, of which like now, presently, you can Google us and find us like working with musicians like Ziggy Marley, picking them up, wow. you know, and it stays there fully. And sometimes it's things that you find comments that are coming from outside the country. People they will be like, who's this? Who's this band? You know, and yeah. they want to find about what Tarloes is, you mm. know, which is a good thing, I think. Yes. Yeah, you know, it's inspiring, you know. And meeting great people and traveling the world. We've yeah. been into every continent except Canada, eh? Yeah. 
with music so wow. yeah so it was like another thing for me because i remember when i was in school i couldn't even afford to travel the tours that the school was doing mm. but then when i came into arts all these tours just came in like you know and wow. that's what i used to tell my kids i say you know if you don't travel this time don't mind about it because you don't know tomorrow because even me i didn't know but tomorrow i had the hugest the biggest even more than the students i was with at school yeah. i've been in countries and places that they've never been oh that's incredible yeah it's great and how did the band start we started the band in yeovil i think that was 1998 you know there was tons of uh Johannesburg used to have vibes in the flea markets and all the things. So musicians would do a lot of busking and all. So we were that, that kind of band, uh, kind of artists who are doing busking, acoustic stuff. We're doing Bruma, we're doing Rosebank, we're doing Randberg, all the organic market and all the water front and things. So we were that kind of artist and then i tell the the other guy that i was playing with at that time it was sam on drums and then i said no man you know the concept that originally we're from northwest mm. and then we came to the city as a band but when we arrived in the city the band split that because of the situations and all the mm. you know the dynamics of Johannesburg. Mm-hmm. but then now uh, we had to push the same mission that we came with so i continue pushing that mission by making sure that uh, i'm bringing the band together and then we're starting to practice in Yeovil and starting to try to get some recordings and all that. Yeah. And that's how we started 1998. We kicked off from there. And since from 1998, it was like buzzing, buzzing, growing, growing, growing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a real buzz about you. You have played every festival in South Africa. Yeah. Amazing. And now the line, original music for original people. Where did that come from? I came up with the line because I'm the songwriter of Tyler's music. The concept, I wanted to take it out. I wanted to free up that spirit of saying, as an artist, you need not to fall under a certain genre by force. Yeah. If ever I come up with something that people they don't, can't place it on any genre, how am I going to place it? So the music that we're doing in Tyler's, it couldn't be a reggae. Yeah. music it couldn't be a rock it couldn't be blues it couldn't be african music it we, we it, it was like something like a cocktail of all of things Absolutely. into one you know and give it more of a soul so that it can you know stay within the people you know because if it doesn't have a soul then no one would feel it you know absolutely so that's the whole thing so that thing i wanted people to understand it it's original you know and yeah. if People are original, they would understand that. Because if we are fakey, we won't understand it. Absolutely. <laughs> True. And we were talking earlier about being like a doctor. Yeah, you know, I used to talk to my granny at home about music. And my granny would always say to me, I'm a, a doctor. In, in me. Mm. Because what you are doing, you hear. You're kind of offering a therapy. You know, so... Music to me, it's dead. And I've seen that happening because there were times that we would do a show. And I remember one day there was another show. There was a guy who was with his girlfriend and the guy was in tears like I couldn't believe. And me, I was worried about that, you know, when I wanted to talk to them and to find out what's wrong. And then the lady said, no, the music hit at him, talk to him. 
Then when I asked, he just said to me that, you have hit me with music, please don't talk to me, I'm okay now, I'll be okay. Mm. Then I uh, you know, I couldn't, you know, yeah. but I could check again that, oh, that's what is being said about the element that the music, the energy that the music has. It has that healing thing, yeah. you know. And mostly in the history of some other music, uh, there were times that we were in Italy and uh, I would mix with raw traditional Italian artists to find out about their Italian music and all, because I was so interested in that, because the thing that made me interested is that a lot of the music language was written in Italian. Mm. You know, so I was like, okay, when I meet these people, I will find out something, because if it's them who wrote music in the staff notation, then there was some certain influences and all that. Mm. But then I found out that, no, man, we were in the south, like Scansano, the south of Italy. And these people, uh, it's a band. They play pizzica. This music is called pizzica, but pizzica is kind of modern Italian traditional. The original traditional, they would call it tarental. Mm. The tarental is from the influence of a spider. Yeah. There's a certain spider around Italy that when it bites you, it is so fatal that people can go numb and sleep and don't do nothing and like you can die out of death. But then they didn't have anything to heal a person who's been bitten by that spider. So they realized that the artist, they were using music to heal the, those people. You know, they would come around and put a patient in the middle of the house and surround the patient by running around, hitting those drums and, and those violins and all those, you know, singing those pipes and all and that. And like circling, circling and then going back forth and yeah. then just like that. And the person will heal and just wake up, you know. So... The vibration and all that that goes through the body of a, the metallic body system, you know, yeah. that brings the healing. For me, it's a thing like that. Mm. There's times that you are on stage and you strum this note and this chord, and for a certain person, that it becomes something new or something that maybe he had a yoke that he feels or something that a stress of something else that then just goes out after that mm. you know it's like we have struck a good injection yeah right and, you yes. know for me too being an artist i get healed by another artist too you know <laughs> when i'm watching other artists they heal me too you know it's mm. not like me healing others only it's all give and get you know the people that are giving it to me i get to the people back it's it's like a circulation of all good vibes oh it's such a beautiful way to describe it. Yeah. Because that's exactly what it is. Yeah. So now, your ultimate why, what drives you to create? Your creation, uh, I'm part of creation. Mm. I, I don't know, um, the I that I use to watch things with, it's not like of a normal person. The ear that I'm listening with, is not like of a normal person. I would just go outside and look at the view I would see images already on the view of me, you know, I would like, oh, look at this. And I'll show to somebody that, can you see a head of a lion or what? You know, I can, looking at the sky, look, you know, there's all that, is, that thing that comes. Yeah. So with music, it's all melodical and rhythmical and all the notes that are clicking in my mind and all the things. Yeah. And it inspires me to say, I need to get it together. Yeah. While it's harassing me. Yeah. You know, yes. and I will go to my guitar, mm. you know, and start to bring it because I can hear it 
I can see it, I can feel it, but then I have to bring it into strength yeah. and sound so that people can hear and feel it the way it is, you know. And luckily, you know, we're there. We get it right, you know. You find you strike right, you find, oh, but I'm inspired by everything and I like creating, I like creation. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. And you collaborate with people. I do collaborate a lot with artists. I like working with artists. I like doing things. I don't like to do things alone. Mm. I don't like to be held in a corner, you know. Mm. I like to have colors, you know. I have to be bright, you know. I like, that's why I like, you know, sometimes when I meet another artist that portrays art in a different way I do, it inspires me to work with Sometimes I learn, sometimes I'm bringing more mm. fire, like, you know, it's all that. So yes. we're helping each other. So I like that. Collaborating, I always collaborated with people. And who are some of your favorite collaborators that you've worked with? <laughs> there you are, I can't, there's few. I would talk about some who are like, I would say they have something that has touched me, collaborating mm. with them. I've collaborated with Southern Gypsy Queen. Yes. One of the greatest bands. For me to be concerned about that is that uh, I remember when we were doing the collaboration with them, they had a slot in Opikopi. They wanted me to come and join them on the stage, you know, and the setup was so nice. And, you know, uh, they treated me like serious respect that I would say, you know, as an artist, because mm. they played like half of the set in between the set. They just made a serious announcement that everyone should stop now. They're bringing in tragics from Tidal Waves and all and that. And then they, and the reception was like huge, you know. And then I came in and then the whole mood and all this thing. And we know from rehearsal how we were killing the song. Yeah. So when we came in, we were like, yeah, we want it to start now. So when the song started, we were like, yeah, <laughs> on top of the song. <laughs> you know, killing it. And people were like, wow, you know. Wow. Those those are collaborations that I like because they've got a certain emotion on them, mm. you know. And just after that, then we lost the, one of their members, the drama, yeah. Paul, you know, which was said, may his soul rest in peace. Mm. Which, you know, things like that. Southern Gypsy King and I've done Pete Porter. Pete Porter has been a friend for, for many years. Yeah. And Prapit, we, we would sit on guitars and do a lot with Prapit. Yeah, mm. we would do a lot with Prapit. And he was one of those artists that always makes you aware of yourself, you know? Because mm. sometimes I would read myself like a normal artist, and now Prapit, me, I'm okay. He would say, no, thanks. No, you are here. Mm. Don't think about what you are here, you know. So he's, he's, he's one of those artists who always gave me that push, you know. Yeah. To say, brother, hold on tight, you know. And so when we meet all together, it was like, yeah, soldiers, <laughs> we're holding it tight. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, those are the people that are... And then some musicians, jazz artists and all that who are not in, even into reggae. Yeah. yeah. Is there someone that you'd like to work with that you haven't? you have a dream collaboration? Yo, you know what? There was times I wished that if Bright Blue was still around, that band, yo man, I wanted to do something with those guys. They kind of like just the generation after them. Mm. They're not so old. Maybe they're older, two, three years somewhere. Yeah. You know? 
because I remember the guitarist, the, uh, I think it was Brad, yeah, and some Brother McCoy used to do, he did some works with them. So uh, Brad Blue was one of the band that I wanted to work with <laughs> so much. But then the band is not there, it's not existing. Yeah. Presently, I would like to work with young artists. Mm. I'll tell you why. Because there is this thing that we kind of old artists, we, okay, matured and all knowing our instruments and all the technique and everything of music. Yeah. But then, sometimes, you know, these young artists, they've got something you didn't even check about it, you know? Because mm. I remember, you know, some other things when we grew up as artists, we didn't do them. We, you know, we thought that they're stupid and all <laughs> the things. We didn't want to do them. But the present artists, you find they do that. Mm. And then it's like, I know this thing, but I didn't want to do it. But okay, let me check it out. And you're like, oh, let's do it. You know, yeah. I would like to work with that. You know, young artists who will come with something that is not in our schedule. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then uh, I can have a task on it. So it's something new and exciting. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, very fresh. Oh, I hope yeah. you do. <laughs> that will be so exciting <laughs> to <laughs> witness. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so now, what do you think some of the biggest challenges for musicians are today? Mm. See, for today, it's getting worse, Tori. Today, it's worse. One, we have this pandemic thing mm. that is going on and... The bad thing about it, it's more governmental mm. and it's got its own rules and regulations that everyone has to obey. And for us as artists, because artists is people who don't want to be holding hands. We don't want to be closed in a room. Yes. You know, we blow the room and we want the freedom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, we want, that's why people they were saying we don't want to go and work a formal work because we want a certain freedom that we, you know, it's it's not there. It's, it's, it's that when you deal with creativity, you need to have a free spirit. Yeah. You know, you need not to have a, a morning kind of craving feel because it will make you portray bad things, mm -hmm. you know, because you feel that, you see. But when you are freely and open and all things happening into your in your time and all that, you become so free and more creative, you know, mm. because now your life is rhythmical and it's on the rhythm, it's on top of the rhythm. You are not missing the rhythm, mm. you know. So uh, I think in that way, Tori, you know, life sometimes it makes things change. But now you as a creative person, you need to think more if things like that happen, because today we are faced with the pandemic and we cannot do what we're supposed to do. Like I say, that freedom that we're looking for, it's not there. Mm. But how are we going to create the, our freedom yeah. within those regulations and all that? I think that's the challenge that we as a, oh, this COVID-19, it wants us to have more assignment as creative people, and yeah. more creative. Yeah. You know, to say, if you are creative, then you are totally creative because <laughs> you can even survive during COVID-19. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah, because if we got, I'm just going to be that creative Brazilians sitting at home, it doesn't help. Yeah. Because it will be for me and my kids playing the guitar every day for them. Yeah. It won't help. Mm. It doesn't inspire, it doesn't do anything. It's stand still. Yeah. But then if I do 
my creation and maybe start talking to other people, start doing things and find out that how can we do better mm-hmm. in this distress? Because really now, the pandemic thing is a serious thing that is challenging artists. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had we had some challenges before, you know, where we didn't have a backup from some serious institutions, governmental institutions and all that. Mm-hmm. That was a thing that we were fighting with it or, you know, knowing that it will be right. And it would definitely come right in one day. Yeah. But then there came in COVID-19 just in between there, mm-hmm. you know, and it came with a total destruction. Yeah. You know, and they started with us. When COVID started, it started with us. They yeah. said, no more gallery. And we are the people of dealing with gallery. Yes. <laughs> yes. We are dealing with the gallery. So the gallery is cancelled. Yes. So how are we going to talk to our people again? Because me, I believe that we shouldn't give up. Yeah. We shouldn't give up and say, yo, we can't do anything now. I think we should think more of how... Can we get it out there? If it's a pet, there's nothing we can do. I would propose that the government or somebody gives me the whole equipment, a truck full of equipment and a generator, then I can take it on top of the mountain here, on top of the hill around here in the city, yeah. and set up there, you know. Every day have a set, free set for the community. Yeah. Oh. No social distance, no water, no one should come. No yeah. one is allowed. Just listen at home. Wow. We just blast you with a big sound from the mountain. Every day, free set. You know. Yes. Just to just to say music should continue. We should continue. To, uh, I want music. Me too. Yeah. I want music. Uh, you know. So what about the next person? Yeah. I think the very next person feels the same way I feel to that. Let music come. Yes. You know. Yeah. So if there were opportunities like that, I would set up on a tower oh. and play for the whole city. That sounds amazing. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> yeah, you know, bring the band, good setup, yeah. make sure that the sound fills the city, yeah. and then perform for the people. Oh my gosh, it sounds magic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if anyone listening can make that happen, you have to give us a call because <laughs> I would like to be a witness to that. Yeah. So now for the moment... What does making music look like for you? It looks sad now. Mm-hmm. Especially in these times of COVID, a lot of music that is happening online, it's of a digital feeling, mostly. Mm-hmm. And it's more of digital artists. I'm that kind of artist who's very artistic. I like watching different arts. I don't... Presently, since the COVID time, I have a problem even at home. Mm-hmm. I have a problem with them playing the music. I end up leaving them in the house and going outside mm-hmm. because the music that has been played, it's on one time, yeah. on kind of one rhythmic. And for me, it has a, a low vibration because there's no feeling, there's, there's no story, there's nothing. Mm-hmm. It's only, you know, and yeah. that... It irritates me because the next artist is like that, the next artist is like that, the next artist is like that. It irritates me. Yes. You know, because I I used to go to the festivals where I know that I will watch this kind of act that doesn't sound like this. The act that comes after that act, totally different, with a totally different sound, totally different feel. Mm. You know, the next one that comes next to that one, totally different thing that has been there. And You know, the color, I like that. That's the color of art. 
know, the beauty of art. Absolutely. You know, but the narrow thing that where everyone has to be in one thing, mm. that gives me a problem. And, <laughs> you know, when I'm listening to it, and, and sometimes I used to, when it plays, I go and run to my guitar or the piano and check the chords. Sometimes it's one chord. Mm. You know, sometimes it's one chord kind of music. Yeah. Like, boom, 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 everything is on. You know, the snow, the feeling is so dead. Yeah. I'm happy for them to have the platform. Yes. I'm, it's okay to have a platform in everything. But now, that thing that says it defines us because yeah. us tells the people who we are. You know, people, they want to know South Africans. They're going to go to arts. Absolutely. They're not going to learn a lot about us. They're yeah. going to just check our arts that who are South Africans. And through arts, they can see us who we are. Absolutely. You know, that's why for the politicians or the government, it's so important to know that arts was supposed to be a thing that is being preserved fully. Because for us to say we know Americans, mm. is because of Hollywood, which is arts. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. For us to know Brazil, Brazil is called Samba, uh, the Samba people. Yeah. What is Samba? It's art. Yeah. We want to be mathematics and science people. So impossible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because we want everyone in South Africa to be a mathematician and a scientist. And it's impossible. Nature itself, we won't allow that. Mm, absolutely. Few of us has to be scientists. Few of us has to be Doctors, few of us has to be artists, few of us, we need to share all this. Absolutely. You know, we cannot be one thing that we've been channeled by somebody who says, you have to be like this. It makes our art to be affected, you know, because mm -hmm. the institutions of art, they become like not a serious thing, and then we end up portraying ourselves as people who are not good in art, mm -hmm. because everything that we put in front is not the one that is finished. Because most of the songs that are playing on the media and things, when you're listening to them as a songwriter, they're not yet finished. Mm. It's like demo. Yeah. You know, but it's already on the market yeah. for sales. <laughs> you Absolutely. Know? It's like there's no one who's taking care of nurturing. There's no one who's sit down and with us and say, Yo, you are a good, talented artist, but now let's check one, two, three, four before we display you. And then that, be that artist become a real artist for real, for sure. Yeah. So you're talking mentoring and support. Yes. Beautiful. You know. Yes. Mentoring and support. Making sure that we preserve ourselves. Making sure that we can tell our story to the people. Mm. We can't tell our story to the people when our story is not real. Yes. We can't. I cannot be in Africa and want to be an artist that is like in New York. It's totally impossible. Mm. My environment, my people, my everything, the influence, the inspiration is totally different mm. to the one in New York. So yeah. I cannot write like a New Yorker or wants to be like a New Yorker. Yeah. I'd rather be like a Tubeca so that the New Yorker loves me. Yes. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. As we come to the end, just a quick question. Is there a song in the world that you wish that you'd written? A lot of great songs out there. Yo, I would pick one, but there's a lot of great yeah. that still I can pick, you know. But there's this song that Bob Marley wrote, uh, you know, Three Little Bits. Mm. It's got, it's a song that is like, um, when you're listening to a song, when you wake up in the morning and you're like listening to a song, a song 
makes you face the day. To say, I'm going to face this day with hopes and all confidence and all like, yes. Yes. You know? Yes. A song like that. It works on me. Beautiful. It works on me. What advice would you give other artists to make them keep going? During these hard times? Mm. You know what? I think, Tori, there's a lot of things that now have been created by people during these times. If ever an artist say you have a chance of getting all these online things, streaming and all and that, try by all means and do that. Mm. Don't leave it, you know. Try to do it if there is a space for that, an opportunity for that, do that. If there is an opportunity of sitting back and create, because like, for example, me, I've been, since this corona came in, I went back and sat down, and then that's when I started realizing that, no, I can tap into some other things. Then I started exploring the true deep traditional Tswana music, mm. which is like her on her, her, on a koi beat, like the sand beats mm. that they're using that. So I went to research that, and then I found out some other things that inspired me a lot. Then, mm. then I started working on an act mm. that is the music. And we got it right, because right now we are busy in the studio doing the recordings of that music. It's amazing. It has just uplifted me again from what I was doing as tidal waves, yeah. you know. And this thing of corona now made us now to, to play your guitar every day. Yes. That, it, it, that whole thing, it started building up to say, you know, I cannot keep on practicing every day. Let me do... And then I got into a right thing, right? You know, I sit on top of it. And then I'm making sure that creation, I'm going to display it. People, they must hear that creation. Yeah. That, you know, if ever an artist has a chance of doing that, don't stop creating. Mm. Continue creating. But now, there's this thing that we as South Africans, we were so involved into it. And it was so nice. It was an influence that was like building up of like portraying ourselves as different original artists at home. Everyone had their own thing going on. Mm. You know, you, you listen to Urban Village, there's that's even Village sound, you listen to BCUC, you listen to, you know, all those, you know, everyone was like, okay, you know, Sangha, you know, people are coming up with all these different sounds, you yeah. know. And for me, it was working so well because mm. that's where we can express ourselves and, and portray ourselves as very unique people in what we are doing. Totally. Yeah, so let's keep on doing this music thing. Let's not stop doing it until we make sure that this music can heal the corona like the Tarantal mm. used to be healed. Yes! By music. From your words to God's ears. Yeah. How can people get in touch with you or find out more about what you're doing or what Tidal Waves is doing or when your next show is going to be? Are you on social media? Not so much, but we are there. We on Facebook. Mm-hmm. We have a Tidal Waves page. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but people can still follow us on that page. Uh, I have mine too. People can still check me out there. Then I have Twitter and uh, we yeah. just have a Facebook. Okay, and, and, uh, yeah, we had a website, but through politics and all that, it got closed. And yeah, we're trying to build up one. Okay, so people can follow you on Facebook. Yeah. Fantastic. Jax, thank you for coming in. Oh, thanks for having me, Tori. <laughs> oh, 
What a place. Oh, yeah. What a place. The reception, you guys, the hospitality, you know. Oh. I think the place, it makes you feel at home. Mm-hmm. That's when you feel to be more open because, you know, everything gets loose. You're at home. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I feel now. Wonderful. <laughs> well, thank you for opening your heart to us. No, oh, thanks, Tori. If you are an indie artist whose passion for what you do can inspire or fuel others, get in touch. I'd love to chat. You can find me on Instagram at Shotgun Toy. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts. 